0: Hey, Stripper Whispers. this is Corey Michaelis back with another episode of the podcast. I just want to let you know where I'll be performing stand-up comedy in the next few weeks. This Thursday, October 10th, I'll be at The Secret Group in East Downtown Houston, Texas. A bunch of comedians have talked very highly about this venue. I'm super excited about that. Uh, Sunday, October 13th, I'll be at Emory's. In Everett, Washington. This is where I do my monthly show, and uh, we sell out every month, so get those tickets now uh, at everettcomedy.com. Uh, I'm super excited about this episode with the Lolita Rain from Boise, Idaho. Give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Love y'all. Enjoy. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Stripper Whisperer, the podcast where I get behind the G-string and interview strippers about their lives outside the clubs, what it's like working in the clubs, and how we can all be good customers in their space. Today I am in Boise, Idaho, and I have with me Lolita. Say hi. Hello. Before we get started, if you'd like to put a face to the voice, check out Lolita on Instagram at the.lolita.rain, R-A-I-N-E. Um... Or on our Patreon page, you could see a video of our interview and she's looking super fly today uh, with a (laughs) great haircut that makes me jealous every time I see cool haircuts because I don't have any. So, um, welcome. Glad to have you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Glad Uh, to be here. That's great. Before, I I don't know if you're nervous, but I get nervous around strippers, so I need liquid courage. We'll do a shot. Tito's Vodka. Go ahead and sponsor us if you want Tito's. That'd be great. Hmm, it's actually pretty good just straight i'm cool with that um all right how we always start with this and this is interesting because i want to know from your perspective um like how we got connected like how you received the message from me because it was just a uh, sliding to the dms on instagram and hey how are you doing i'm a weirdo what did you <laughs> what did you think when you got that
1: um, so I, I do get a lot of people sliding into my DMs. I would so imagine, my yeah. My initial reaction is to be like, oh, who's this creep? <laughs> but,
0: and then it was I confirmed. of actually no, kidding. message. Yeah, yeah. And
1: so I thought, oh, how exciting. I've always wanted to do something like this. Great. You know, to be on a podcast.
0: Awesome. That's great. Right. That's what I'm hopeful of when people receive it because I try to make it professional and make it clear of like what's going on and why I want to do it and, um, so I, let's see, uh, did you like? Th- did you think like, but how did he find me? Or did I say, I can't recall.
1: I, I did think, <laughs> how did you find me? But then I figure if it's on social media, anybody can find you. Isn't is so, Isn't it? It's like so easy, <laughs> like too yeah. easy almost. Sometimes it's scary. Actually. Right.
0: Um, do you, in the club, do you give out your Instagram or do you give out? Anything like that in hopes that folks are like, all right, I'll follow you and I'll become a regular or Uh,
1: sometimes um, I've gotten a few regulars that way. Yeah, I've also met some photographers that way.
0: Right. uh, Because you do modeling.
1: Yeah, I do some modeling on the side.
0: Awesome. That's great. Uh, We'll talk more about that for sure. I am not super sure how I specifically found you, but basically the I'll go to a page of a, a club that's in town. And sometimes they'll tag the dancers, so that's pretty easy if they tag their dancers uh, on their Instagram. Or you can go to like the location, and a lot of times dancers will tag themselves at the club because they're like, "This is where I work, and here's where I am. And come visit me, and come see me, and get dances." And then um, you know, I'll scroll around a little bit, or I'll friend request, or, or I'll send a follow request or whatever, and uh, just try and be as chill about it and not creepy about it as possible. If I've talked to somebody. I'll like reference them like, hey, I'm going to interview this person and I'll be like, oh, I know that person and you can see who follows who and it takes a little bit of creeping, but like in a way of like, well, to try and make it comfortable for you. (laughs) So uh, that's good that you were kind of like, all right, this is something I could do. Um, And then we've never, we never, oftentimes I'll go to the club and try and meet first, but we have, we met as you walked in the door. So. who knows what uh, you thought was going to be behind the door. <laughs> like, I feel so weird, like, on your end, uh, if you're surprised when you get here and you're like, oh, yeah, it's normal, or if you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I mean, I'm scared. <laughs> I,
1: I definitely uh, was a little anxious, but yeah, I was yeah. like, well, I agreed and I'm here, and ah, I can great. always leave if it's if I'm not comfortable.
0: That's but. right. Uh, I uh, Do you ever feel that way in the club? Do you ever feel like oh man, I, I'm getting uncomfortable right now and I don't have the support I need. I need to
1: no get not... a
0: bitch in the head or, <laughs> or like, uh, like what are you?
1: Not at the club I work at now. Okay. I've, I've had that feeling in the past, but working at the Torch One in Boise, um, everybody there is so excellent. I feel very supported.
0: That's and, great. And
1: um, the staff there, I, I feel safe.
0: That's perfect. So uh, she mentioned it, but she's at Torch 1 in Boise, Idaho. And uh, there's also a Torch 2. Um, you don't uh, have to work both or they don't schedule it both if you um, work at one or the other? Is no, kind of, you yeah.
1: you don't have to. You, just
0: wherever you want. You pretty wanna. much
1: come and go as you please. Or mm-hmm. if you want to work at the Torch 1, but it's kind of slow and you want to go over to the Torch 2 uh, in an hour and see how it goes, you can do that too.
0: That's cool. Also in town is uh, Spearmint Rhino, where you've worked in the past, but you've also worked uh, and um, stripped at in Pocatello, Idaho, yes. which sounds as uh, weird as it is, right? Kind of?
1: Very much. Okay. Yeah. Tell
0: me about that a little bit. I've been. So. I've done comedy there. Oh, you have? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, so I know what it's like, but for the listeners, what are we talking about here?
1: So, it is a very small town. Lots of people who grew up there never left. It's a very religiously influenced community. Nothing wrong with that. Mormon or Christian? Mormon. Okay, yeah. Um, Which, nothing wrong with that, but if you don't really subscribe to that, then it can be a little odd uh, being a stripper. Right. In a Mormon community.
0: (laughs) Yep, a little Um, bit, I assume.
1: Yeah, or uh, a, a lot of actually mormon couples and people will come in we'll come in to check it out which i love i'm like welcome to our community you know yeah. nothing about <laughs> like, good welcome. for you for
0: and uh, you uh, looking into it with an open mind yeah generally i good. love
1: it i love good. getting open-minded people um but there it because it was so small there wasn't a lot of Dancers coming in and out. Okay. And I think that's actually healthy for a club. I think they need dancers to come in and out to kind of freshen up, you know, like travel. Yeah. Dancers or, okay. Yeah, that or just uh, new people. New people. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So there was like, there can be some stagnancy in a town like that of like, I've been doing it here for seven years. Yeah. uh, um, Did you get a lot of pushback? Did you? You didn't live there. You were just you traveled to dance there. Or? No,
1: I I lived there for five years. Oh wow, okay. I danced for two. Okay. And it um, definitely got boring. Wow. Um, because it's the only club, and and
0: it's a lot of the similar people mm-hmm. and same. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no not a lot of freshness to that. Um, does did Okay, so so you lived there for five years. Was there a lot of pushback from the community, or did you have a lot of like? police, uh, oh, raids, the police. or how did they feel about you guys? <laughs>
1: they would wait outside.
0: No shit. For, like, what kind of
1: linger around. Um, in
0: hopes to see...
1: Uh, I think in, mostly what? in hopes to see drunk drivers leaving. Uh, okay. Um, okay. every once in a while someone will come in undercover and they ask some very sketchy questions and you can trying tell right to away. get us in trouble, you know, and, uh... Can you pick them out? Um... So I, I had, I didn't have a lot of experience with kind of detecting that. So I would go to the other dancers who had worked there longer and I would say, I feel uncomfortable with this guy. He's asking me these questions. They're like, Oh, stop talking to him. You know, (laughs) like, yeah, right away. That's a cop. And so I, I just leave them alone.
0: The new, can you can you can you recall like an example of a kind of thing that they would say or ask? Oh yeah, would, sure. Yeah, please too.
1: Um, so they came up to my stage actually and put a dollar down and they kind of loudly said do you know where I could get some Coke? And I'm like, Jesus
0: Christ, this guy sucks at his job. No,
1: (laughs) no, I don't.
0: (laughs) What? What a shitty.
1: (laughs) Um, It was awkward too. Do you you know know. where I can
0: do (laughs) illegal things? Uh, You sound like a cop. What? Never. It was
1: very uncomfortable. That's really Um, funny. And I've, I've had them ask to take me home with them. And just you saying yes, they can, um, You can get in trouble for that. That's breaking the law, Mm -hmm.
0: technically, in most places, probably, but certainly Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. And in Idaho, uh, it's probably statewide, I think. There's alcohol allowed if you're wearing a top and a bottom. Yes. That's true in Um, Pocatello as well. Yep. Yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure that is statewide. Yeah. Um, Because even here in Boise, there's satin dolls, and that's all nude, 18 and up, but no alcohol. Although, right next door, there's a bar, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, so people go and get a drink and come back and go and get a drink and come back. Interesting. But 18 and up, so no alcohol. But full nude, not pasties? Full nude. Yeah, I I went there. I thought
1: about working there. And uh, if I'm considering working at a club, I'll go, I'll sit, I'll tip one of the dancers and ask her some questions.
0: Yeah, like where can Um, you get some Coke? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you know, the
1: good questions.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't think I would want to dance for 18-year-old boys. I mean, I wouldn't I, want to dance for any boys, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but if I were I you, mean,
1: I don't even want to dance with eighteen-year-old girls because they, they just people. don't know any better, right? Um, and I. I would feel kind of like a mom, I think. And I would be like, oh, no, honey, you don't waste your that. time on oh, that. Oh, that's funny. Um, but I definitely wouldn't want to... I don't even like dancing for 21-year-old that's boys. That's nice of
0: you. You're very nice.
1: <laughs> I thought you meant
0: because they don't know any better and they misbehave. But you're like, no, no, no. I just don't... Don't do that. So <laughs> yeah. You're not... This is not like a good decision. Porn's free. <laughs> Girls that are 21 want to have sex. Go. <laughs> it's right. funny. Um, well, I didn't so... We, we briefly spoke about this, and I'm sure it's come up on the podcast a lot, but I didn't have sex till I was married at uh, 23, and then got a divorce at 33 and hadn't had sex with anybody uh, other than her uh, at 33. So I was like totally ignorant, and it's part of why I would go to strip clubs, was to kind of chat with ladies and feel like, all right, maybe I'll start to get comfortable with the idea of talking to someone when sex wasn't on the table, but it was a... You know, it's a sexual experience because you're nude. Oh. You know, and yeah. so I, you know, and also strippers are sort of paid to the, the exchange is I will enjoy your company for money, mm-hmm. basically. So, um, so yeah. So I thought, like, well, if I can be you know mildly charming talking to a stripper, then I could with someone who's not a stripper and. But it took me a while, because right away, early on, even at 33, I didn't know the protocol of, of money exchange, and I, I wasn't probably good at that initially. Or like, you know, you're spending time with me, I need to pay you. It didn't take that long for me to figure that out, because I was 33 and I was an, an idiot. But <laughs> initially, I'm sure they were like, hey... <laughs> You gotta pay me, right? For being at the stage. Do you call it the rail or the rack or the stage? You could stage, but
1: I I call it the stage. Okay. Some people call it the rail because right. it is yeah. considered the tip rail.
0: Right, and fellas, you gotta pay when you're at the rail. That's the idea. Staring is stealing. We talk about that a lot on the podcast because guys and gals don't realize that uh, even when you're not. At the rail, and you're just like five feet back, and you're Mm -hmm. just sitting there watching. It's the set. You got to go, give money.
1: That and if if you're the only person who's on stage, sitting there staring, not tipping, it can make other people uncomfortable to go to the stage and tip. Because that's
0: a good point. Some people
1: are shy; they don't want to be around other people. That's interesting.
0: We talk about a lot in comedy on the podcast is how comedy is very similar to to stripping and. Every interview, a new thing comes up. And there's another new one, which is when somebody, when an audience member is being a little weird, the rest of the audience feels uncomfortable. Like laughing way too crazy, which that's, I'm not going to tell you to stop doing that. Laugh crazy. But it just, that's what happens. The rest of the audience goes, well, I don't want to be like that gal. All right. (laughs) Or heckling or talking. Everybody else is uncomfortable. This is not the protocol. This is not how it's supposed to be. And they just know it. So they tighten up and they don't laugh. Uh, so that's interesting. that so somebody is at the stage, not tipping. Then people are like, well, that's not right. And I don't want to, I don't want to participate with that person. Also, I'm weird. I don't want to sit next to that person because I know they're doing something that's not what you're supposed to be doing. So at the rail, just always, just always come expecting to give money. That's why you're there. You're giving it's an exchange there touch for money, a little bit of touch depends on where you're at and uh and beautiful women for money and company for money um go ahead you're about uh, to like, I, agree with me or disagree well no i'm I'm agreeing and <laughs> uh-huh. i
1: I was just going to add that I always say if you're just coming here to drink and look at women, you can go to any bar
0: ah. So. Do you say that to the guys?
1: I do. Yeah, I, I don't hold back anymore.
0: Oh, I love it. Did you <laughs> you say anymore? What when? I, did, what was? Your... I
1: used to be more shy and timid, and when I when I first started dancing, I used to think, oh, I want this person to accept me and give yeah. me money, and because I'm pretty. And now I'm like, look, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> you know why you came in here. I know why you came in here. Let's reach an agreement. And if not, I will at least sit and have a drink with you and talk, and then yeah. I'll be on my way.
0: Yeah, so. a drink that you pay for. Uh, do you, in the clubs that you've worked in, so by the way, uh, let's just go through them real quick. So Boise, Pocatello, uh, Portland, which has the most strip clubs per capita in the United States, uh, and is three hours away from me, so I've, and, I, and I perform there a lot, so I'm pretty familiar with those. Which club or clubs in Portland?
1: Um, so in Portland, I danced at Union Jack's. Yeah, that's one of them, that's one. Of and, right next um, to
0: that little cool boutique hotel. I know Union yeah. Jack's. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's, I, I liked it. I liked the atmosphere. Okay. Um, and then right outside of Portland, I danced at Last Chance Saloon.
0: I love that name. And
1: I know. And their, their whole thing was, it's your last chance to see ladies before, before you reach Portland.
0: Ah, so. <laughs> that's really great. And so... Were those significantly different in like the heart? You're in the heart of Portland at Union Jacks. I mean, you're on the, not downtown, you're on the other side of the river, but you're right in the heart of downtown, or in uh, Portland. And then uh, Last Chance Saloon, last chance for something different, a different experience in Portland? Or do you know what I mean? Like, what was their sort of.
1: There was was definitely, there was a huge difference. Uh, One in size, Last Chance Saloon was a like dinky little dive bar. Okay. Um, There was maybe four girls dancing, whereas at Union Jacks it's like 30. Yes. Um, Let's see. And the, uh, the stage is... It, there's only one stage, and there's there's nothing dramatic about it. You you just walk in. It's a dark, dinky little bar. and yeah. There's dancers, and that's it. It's oh, and the music isn't. There's no DJ, so you play your own. Or? You play your own music. Yeah. yeah. So that's a little different. Um, and there was another place I danced at. It's like I a mean,
0: dive bar with naked women. What's that? It's like a dive bar with some naked women. Exactly. Basically, or essentially, um, sort of.
1: Honestly, though, I I enjoyed the Dive Bar more than Union Jacks just because it was so small. I can tell that it was its own little community and the dancers there because there's only four of them. They get closer and they very openly accepted me into their little family.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. I, I think this will be a super, this will be a compliment. You look, you look Portland. You look like you could fit right in in Portland dance the stripper scene,
1: <laughs> thank the you. cats
0: and the hair, and the, I love it. So, uh, and well, that's a part of what is Portland is that there is such a wide variety too. Like you can go yeah. to so many different clubs and see um, a different look, a different type of woman, a different size of woman, a different you know, yeah. women with hairy armpits, women with uh, I've seen big boobs, women with <laughs> yeah. uh, small boobs, just all the different things women who are maybe have, have you know heavy as far as the stripper world might be concerned and it's really pretty cool to cuz I've been intrigued when I go to strip clubs and seeing what guy like like how much I go oh that's I'm uh, I that isn't that isn't as attractive to me uh and then guys are like falling over that same person cuz oh, people yeah. just have different interests mm-hmm. and we should all talk about how like hey, it's okay. People like all different types of people.
1: It's absolutely okay. I, right. w- one thing about dancing has taught me that every woman's body really is beautiful. Yeah. And what you offer is and what someone else offers, and that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah. You see that, uh, you see that very clearly in a strip club, uh, just in action. And, mm-hmm. uh, out in the world sometimes people are a little more discreet about their interests and quiet about their interests and i mean if you look at like google searches online or if you could see what those are i mean you can't you would see like oh people like everything mm-hmm. uh, but we talk about it in public as if things are weird or right uh, this isn't okay or you're abnormal And it's like, there's no normal <laughs> there's Anyway, so well, good. That's a part of the idea of the podcast is to start to get that out of like, it's all okay. Everything's fine. Right.
1: I I think uh, being at a strip club, either as a customer or a dancer or even a bartender, is uh, very liberating.
0: Yeah, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. I would imagine. And that's why I think those, I think a lot of women are interested in the amateur nights for that reason. I think there's this uh, um, idea of like, I mean, my, uh, someone that I used to be with, was very intrigued by the idea of doing an amateur night. Never pulled the trigger on it, but like really, I think, wanted to for that liberation purpose and ended up doing like pole fitness stuff and then having a pole uh, in her home and, and practicing on that. But uh, it, it must be very, and you know, it must feel good to have people think you're, you look real great and you move really great. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Uh, I mean, social media is one thing to post pretty pictures on my Instagram, but to actually be there in person with people telling me that I look good. That's a whole nother thing.
0: Yeah. So when someone comments, that was funny. Sure. Great. But when they in person see me live and do it, it's the same, same kind of thing. I've never been to Minneapolis at all. Uh, Certainly never been to a strip club there because I've never been there. Or Minnesota, I don't think. What is Minneapolis, or what was that like?
1: Oh, it was amazing. It was beautiful. I went there uh, in the dead of winter in in late January, (laughs) early February. And, you know, there's nothing to do because it's just snow for days and days. And, uh, again, everybody was very nice. I'm always so surprised when I come into a club and everybody's nice, simply because my first couple of years, I, it was a little hard on okay. me. Everybody
0: um, like other dancers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um,
1: uh, I don't know why, but whatever. I, I think it was just that place. Yeah. Uh, it was just kind of a negative place. But anyway, back to Minneapolis. So
0: Minneapolis was super welcoming. and Very
1: much. Um, you were travel dancing
0: or living there?
1: I was travel dancing. Okay. I was there for maybe five days. Okay. Um, I only wanted to be there for 3 yeah. but there was this crazy snowstorm for a couple of days where nobody left their house. Yeah. And so maybe on the 3rd or 4th night I ended up dancing just the one night at this one place I went in for auditions. And they're like, okay, you have to get fully nude by the time the third song comes on. Okay. So I'm like, all right, you know, here was I go. Is that your first time doing that? No, my first okay. time being nude was in Portland. Okay. Um, I, I think that's the best place to do it. I think it'll really humble you.
0: Sure. Um,
1: but so because I.
0: Because why?
1: Why will it humble it, you? Yeah. Um, Portland, why is
0: Portland the best place or both of us? Because
1: there is such a variety. Okay. Of women and you can truly see and
0: appreciate
1: um everybody. Gotcha. And yourself. Right. I I appreciated myself a little bit more. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. Like yeah. my own body. Yeah. Um, and then being in Minneapolis, so it was snowing and it, you know, everyone wants to be drinking. And I made like a killer amount of money in four hours.
0: Great. And then I went home. Yeah. And that was cool. It's cool yeah. that I could do that. You just like you just like stayed at a hotel and yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just
1: like a really cheap motel actually.
0: So many, was it in a city? And so was it a, it was, was it like a big, was it a big club? Um, I, mean, I don't
1: even know in, what the names of them in, in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, I danced at Spermint Rhino. Oh, there's then, a rhino in like, Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. And if you dance at one, you can dance at any, right. uh, which I really love. Um, oh, and, the Spearmint Rhino in Minneapolis is three stories. And the whole time I was okay. there, I was just like, wow, look at this place. <laughs> you know, I, I had a hard time like focusing that yeah. I was there because it was so magnificent looking.
0: So, like, office, opposite of Last Saloon. Oh, in terms absolutely. Of, like the interior and, and uh, that kind of thing. And yeah. Then, um,. Three stories, all women, no 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 male, all women. or no male room or anything like that. Okay. Um. Yeah.
1: All all women. Um. Actually, hey. every everywhere I've worked is is all women.
0: Dozens or like um, up to a hundred women ever.
1: Oh, I've never worked with up to a hundred women. Okay. I would like to to see how I would handle that.
0: Rhino in Vegas. So. Um. um
1: yeah. Let's I'm talking talk <laughs> about
0: that. You're you just visited Las Vegas and um you visited because.
1: So I'm trying to get into modeling. Yes. And I meet with local photographers or traveling photographers. Sure. But in Vegas it was a local photographer and I'm trying to basically get my foot in the door into fashion modeling. Yeah. Um but I also want everyone to know that I'm a stripper. Like I don't okay. hide that in my pictures yeah. or anything or in my identity. Sure. Um and so I went out there and took a couple pictures in some kind of nice glitzy, skimpy Vegas dresses mm-hmm. and then the rest of the time I just enjoyed my stay. Yeah. Um and then I came back home and I'll be I'll probably be dancing at the torch tonight, honestly.
0: Oh fun. So uh so you okay, so when you're in Vegas you haven't you don't dance yet because you need to get a you said a license or a
1: Yeah, yeah it's work? it's actually called a sheriff's card. Okay. So you go into the D M V and you have to bring all your information with you. Um so you can, I, they can ID you, birth and certificate, and
0: all that jazz.
1: Um, what's that? Birth certificate. And yeah, all that. exactly. Birth certificate I ID. I was born. I promise. Mm-hmm. I'm a person, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it's only like forty five dollars, so it's it's nothing huge, right? Um, and I would like to work at Sapphires. Actually, yeah,
0: I've been there a bunch. It's it's really it's huge and it's great and it's uh, it's 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 a uh, fun experience. It's very different than but Spirit Ride on Sapphire are similar in terms of size and, yeah. and uh, amount of women and, and the look of the women and the clientele. And, um, if they, if people work there might have different perceptions of how similar they are. I don't know, <clears throat> but like you can get a free, um, limo to both, uh, from any hotel on the strip. You just call a number and they'll take you and you tip the driver and then you get free admission if you do that. And, uh, so, there's a lot of competition, obviously in Las Vegas to get people in the door. And so you kind of got to, as a customer, know what are the tricks to get in the door for less expensive. And if you take a cab, it's like really expensive because they got to pay a cab drivers a fee. Um, I don't know if they have to pay Uber and Lyft drivers a fee. That's interesting. That's new that I'm not, not familiar with, but yeah, Sapphire's crazy and, and it's fun. And I know some dancers there that are Great. Well, yeah. I hope you're able to do that. And then when also, so when you say you enjoy your time in Vegas, what's enjoying your time in Vegas? I know it's different for everybody. But. Um.
1: So I I grew up in California, but I didn't really get to experience Vegas because I left California when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And so whenever mm-hmm. I go there, I'm like, man, I grew up so close to all of this. And so anyway, I experienced the small things. Like I barely went to the. Uh, the Pawn the Shop, The Pawn Stars. Sure, okay. I, I went there. Yeah, um, from like the TV show one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I I, love museums, so okay. I, I was checking out the Bodies Museum. Um, and another example is next, not next week, but the one after when I go, Ron White will be there.
0: Okay, and yeah. I, I want to see him. Oh, he's a phenomenal stand-up comedian. He's yeah. a be- one of the best storytellers. Oh, that's cool. Great. I like that you like stand-up. Uh, Next time in town, you'll have to come to a show, or come visit Seattle. Seattle's not a great visit for it's a great visit for everybody, but not a great visit for a stripper because the clubs are so weird. No alcohol.
1: Oh no! Thank you for telling me that because I've topless
0: only. No, no alcohol.
1: I've never been to Seattle.
0: It's a very. I think it's more weird to have no alcohol because that means the person's only coming to see a nude woman, and that means that they. That's a different vibe to it and they're not very busy ever it's 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 very interesting yeah
1: that that would make me think that they get drunk before they come in
0: they do oh, and yeah that, yep and then so they're walking in the door drunk and you don't have control over knowing how much they've drank that's that's not a great situation and hmm. uh for how similar seattle and portland are uh they are miles different on on that so it's kind of, it's kind of wild but it's a great visit it's a great town uh, it's beautiful and you would love it. Vancouver's also, if you, if I don't know if you have your, uh, passport or anything like that, but Vancouver's amazing. Um, and it's just North of us. So anyway, come up and visit for sure. But, uh, Vegas for me, I don't, you know, I don't want to put something on your life, but it seems like you could like live there based on like, so, uh, you, okay. I don't want you to say anything you don't want to say, but you have a significant other. Yes. yes.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a married stripper.
0: Married stripper. So I not,
1: not everyone I think can be in a relationship and be a stripper. At right. least that's the thought that's out there. It is. Although I do know a lot of strippers who are in relationships or
0: dating. A lot it's that I've I talked I mean, to. we're, yeah.
1: we're, we're people too. Yes. <laughs> um, and my husband's very supportive. That's um, great. We actually, we live in Boise, um, for a family because his, his kids live here. I see. And so the reason we travel every other week is because we have his kids every other weekend. I see. And so it, it's nice though. It's it's nice that we can travel. Yes. And have a family life.
0: Because he's a professional poker player. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that was the only reason I was like, hmm, Vegas seems like perfect for you guys. But, yeah. Uh, it, but you can travel there and come back.
1: Exactly. Um, and like we're we're totally open to traveling anywhere too.
0: That's cool. That's great. Well, um, I yeah, I like poker. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't think, but I have a masterclass subscription. Have you have you heard of masterclass? I have, yeah. So I have, and there's two Negrano and Phil Ivy both have classes on, and I'm like gonna take their <laughs> masterclass so I can become better at because it's like it's like any professional sport where like my like I golf, but my level of golf is like like so it's like so far away from the professionals and then you start to like realize how bad you are at like poker when you're like watching these (laughs) I've watched a couple of of the classes like oh I don't know what that is (laughs) I just know like the real basics
1: well that's that's how I feel with Uh, pole dancing. I'll, I'll watch some professional pole dancers or ones who just do pole fitness, not stripping. They just dance on the pole. And I'm like, wow, I am not flexible or (laughs) anything, (laughs) uh, but practice, practice, you know,
0: for sure. Whatever you do, 10,000 hours of pole dancing. (laughs) And then maybe, so what, um, is your, for lack of a better word, like your hustle, are you like trying to get do you like to give private dances? do you are you like really good at talking to guys on the floor and being charming and oh, whatever? are you like really good on stage and so guys come up to you and want dances because you yeah, what's your how does it how do you make your money?
1: It's a good in question. The club? Uh, so I am good at all of those things.
0: All right. Great, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> um,
1: I, I love being on stage because've I've been in theater and choir, and I've done um, ballroom and swing dance and things where I perform before I ever even did stripping. Okay. And because of those things, I thought, well, I, I can do this. I know how to be on a stage and please people. Um, so I think being on stage is my favorite. Okay. Um, I can definitely sit with someone and be charming. Um, selling dances usually isn't a problem if I sit, well, okay, this can go either way. Either I will sit with someone for a while because I have a good feeling like this that is I'll have turn a dance, into dances, yeah, mm-hmm. or at least at least a couple, sure. Um, or it will turn into a champagne room, which ah. is a little I, not everywhere has champagne rooms, but the torch does, and that's I like that because it's completely secluded and you will obviously have champagne, yeah, and but that's where I feel like I can be my charming self and i can do a private dance while we're drinking and there's no outside noise gotcha
0: gotcha and um oh but sorry yeah go Uh, ahead no as far as
1: my hustle goes so (laughs) like there's kind of a different method for everybody i think some people will sit with someone say hi my name's so-and-so how are you doing would you like a dance No, okay bye and I mean, that's Definitely. what I would do on a busy Friday or Saturday night, okay. but any other night of the week I sit with someone, I get to know them, I talk to them a little bit before I give them a dance, before I even offer a dance. Otherwise I feel like it's kind of awkward and I, I like to know what their needs are and what they want.
0: Why they've come in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a wide range of reasons why people have come in to the club and then also a wide range of their knowledge of like there's i feel like what i've learned is that a lot of women have to educate the guys on like oh yeah here's how this works well and in our club versus another club or just you know have you been before have you been here before there's lots of those questions
1: oh yeah that's probably one of my first questions yeah because then i get an idea especially if someone comes in and they're like we're from portland and i'm like oh we're
0: here well we're
1: not <laughs> naked so yeah, 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 <laughs> let me yeah. just kill your dreams really quick start there
0: <laughs> you'd think they'd they, I, you know they'd look into that part before they go but maybe not
1: um i i have thought about that myself i don't know if we should make all clubs the same Hmm. maybe that would be easier what's
0: your preference uh in terms of alcohol the amount of nudity and the amount of Sort of touch that's allowed both ways. Ah, what would you? Um, a perfect club would be this, 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 and this.
1: Okay. So a perfect club would be definitely alcohol. Okay. Because <laughs> bartenders can cut somebody off if they have to. Sure. Um, and there's security. Yeah. Um, and I, I really think the dancer should be allowed to drink. Okay. Because sometimes it's a nerve thing. Sure. Before they get on stage. I know before my first stage of the night, I have to have a drink. Gotcha. But then after that, it's no problem. Okay. Well, okay. I shouldn't say I have
0: to, but I like to. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, right. We get it. Yeah, we get and it. Okay. It's similar with comedy. Like I... It's like a nerve. If you're anxious. Nerves. Like just have one, relax a little bit. But yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So alcohol, uh, uh, dancers should be able to drink.
1: So nudity... Um, I like full nudity. Okay. I would settle for topless. Yeah. Um, because I I just think about health issues as
0: far Fair as enough. that's concerned. <laughs> Have um, you uh, worked in any club that was full nude and alcohol?
1: Yes. Um, that was at Last Chance Saloon.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um.
0: Yeah, the Portland and the, okay, and some of the Portland. clubs Yeah, yeah, as
1: some well. of the Portland clubs. Um. Oh, I. You know what? When I was in Minneapolis, I I didn't drink when I was there. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was an option, but I chose not to drink because gotcha. I didn't know where I was. So. You're out of your. I own, wasn't gonna, you know, gonna get hammered. Visitor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, so this is a big question for um, and and women and men, men and women need to need to listen to all these answers from our guests, and that is like the touch part. So, um, some clubs. Uh, the women don't really touch, uh, the dancers don't really touch the patrons that much at all. What did you, what's your preference there and what you're able to do or what you would like to do or how you would like to sort of dance for somebody in a private dance?
1: Okay. So when I give a private dance, I'm very sensual and slow. I think most of the people, but which is also why I figure out why they're here. Um, but most of the people there, they, they just want to be touched. Yeah like slowly just like rub their arm sure something slow like that right or just sit on them just some type of contact hug them even yeah i hug a lot of people in my dances um just very slow sensual touching they in my experience um that's how i seem to sell more dances i think they just want that attention um as far as touching me i'm pretty okay with everything just don't take it too far like sure. I'm okay with the same type of sensual touching or right. you could even um I don't know squeeze my arm or something sure. like I I can handle a little more roughness like play with my hair pull my hair whatever okay gotcha I mean, don't mess it up but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but
0: that's fun that's cute so that. yeah so because um in and club to club, it's it's like very very different state to state, city to city on what the and then within cities, clubs different clubs do allow different things. Or um, I know I've been in like so. Oregon's interesting because the rule, the law, or the rules, I don't know what they are because Portland is so different than Bend, Oregon, for example, on mm-hmm. what is allowed in the club. And uh, so it must be, you know, I don't know what's guiding that. Is it just culture of the city or if it's actual city ordinance or code or law. So, um, I just don't know. I mean, maybe I should look into that kind of stuff, but Boise for sure. I mean, I'd all of Idaho quite different than Portland. Yeah. Quite different than Minneapolis.
1: Although I, I will say between Pocatello and Boise, Boise's a little more liberal. Sure. Um, yeah. in Boise, you can wear a thong. Okay. Whereas in Pocatello, it's a bikini bar. Yeah. You can't wear anything. You, They're very specific on oh, what you can, can wear go. and what you can touch and not touch. I mean, you can't even sit on their lap there.
0: See, that's, yeah.
1: Whereas in Boise, you can. Right. Um, And I, I kind of like that because in a way, when you're sitting on someone's lap, they kind of look at you and they're like oh and they i don't know it's that they go into some kind of magical land <laughs> and uh, i think that's a way to sell another dance really cool. oh
0: for sure and we feel yeah you, we feel like you've you've sort of uh, chosen us sitting next to us isn't like you chose us sitting next to us is different than sitting on our lap like i felt chosen and right it feels nice and it's uh, personal that's, very, very much so yeah yeah
1: that's why i like dancing being, That's why I like doing private champagne room, people.
0: personal, no distractions. In a champagne room, are you hearing the same music as in the rest of the club? Yes.
1: Okay. Um, I know in some places you can pick your own music, mm-hmm. but as far as I know at the torch, you just it's all the same music. Um, right. Which I kind of like because I when I dance on stage I can pick my own music. Okay. But when I dance in private, I don't want to dance to the music that I dance on stage. I want to dance to hip hop or R&B. Or uh, I typically dance to Maryland Manson. Stage. Oh, okay. Stuff like he's
0: that. He's going to be in town soon, I heard. He is? That's what I heard. Oh, I, I need to know. catch up. Uh, <laughs> maybe at the Knitting Factory. That doesn't seem like a big enough venue for him. But maybe oh, okay. maybe it is at this point. I don't know. I don't know what he's got going on. But he, he's uh, he's a amazing live, I've heard. So I, maybe we got to check him out. If he's going to be in Boise, that means he's probably going to be in Seattle. So I should probably check it out. Um well, that's great. You have a wide variety of experience in clubs, which is really fun. Uh, and this question is always, uh, <clears throat> I won't say awkward, but I never want to ask it like the public asks it. Because like, the public asks the question like, well, when are you going to stop? Or like, why do you oh. do this? Or like that kind of thing. But we're all curious, uh, you know, why you chose to to be a stripper. And then, um, you know, what the future holds, if it's stripping or not, or if it's in the industry or not in the industry. And uh, so we'll start with just so why you chose. It sounds like a lot of theater, a lot of stage experience. And then you just one day were like, I'm going to strip. Or how'd that work out? So my
1: experience was a little backwards compared to a a typical reason people become strippers. Um, I had a good thing going for me i i was a pharmacy technician and cna okay and i had done that for like three years but i i was working um at this facility with this nurse who i just i really didn't get along with her because we just had different ideas on how to take care of these people okay um and i i mean i i did okay like i wasn't not doing my job but i had this one day where i felt like my nurse wasn't doing her job and i um told her just straight up i was like look i need your help with this patient yeah and she did not help me okay she was more concerned with other things and i knew he was dying oh wow i mean he was bleeding out of his ear i I knew and so i i knew he was dying but i wanted him to be the most comfortable he could be he was on the floor i needed help lifting him yeah and um I took care of him. I, I went ahead and took care of him. But after that, I was like, I don't know. You know, what? I'm going to go work at a different facility. Okay. So I quit on New Year's Eve. Wow. And I had a hard time finding another job. Uh, Nowhere was hiring at the time. Sure. I felt like I was just floating around and I was like, well, I will try stripping. Cause I, I was getting frustrated cause I couldn't find a job and, you know, rent was due in like two weeks. and
0: I, This is Pocatello? Yeah, this is okay. in
1: Pocatello. And okay. I, uh, I was not about to ask my parents for help, you know. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try stripping because I felt like it was my last resort. And then I did so well that I was like, huh, I'm not going to go back to being a senior. Right? At least not for a while, you know. Sure. And then last summer I decided I want to go back to school.
0: Okay. Because
1: I'm honestly just kind of bored. I, I need that stimulation. Sure. So, But I'm not going for nursing. I'm going for elementary education.
0: Oh, I taught high school for 12 years. That's my previous work, and now I substitute teach. Cool. Um, and you're a saint for choosing elementary.
1: Oh, I, I love uh, them. I, I was I a teacher's assistant yeah. for second graders, wow. and that's my favorite That's age. your favorite? hmm
0: Well, you have to work harder than us high school teachers do in general just to at the classroom management piece and it's wild, but, uh, but yeah, so rewarding and, uh, that's great that you'll be doing that someday maybe as well. Um, and, uh, so interested, I'll be so interested to hear how that, uh, if you pursue that and look to get a job in that and what you decide regarding the stripping or, or the modeling. Oh yeah. uh, Because that will be, I thought
1: about that. I, um, that'll be interesting. I I have to worry about about as
0: a comedian sometimes.
1: Yeah. I, I thought about how, how am I going to hide that yeah. if, if I have to. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, when I become a teacher, I'm not doing anything else. Fair so I, yeah. I, I don't we'll even think I'll, I'll model.
0: Okay. All so. right. Well, and it's so, it's so you know, honestly, it's a fair thing to think about and you need to think about it. But it is real annoying and silly that you have to think about that because uh, there's nothing about what you're doing that should not coincide with education. In fact, there should be much, much more sex education within schools, in my humble opinion, because a lot of it is just focused 100% on STDs, and they don't even do that very well. That
1: in absence, yeah. Yep,
0: yep, yeah. Um, so then you did, that's how you chose and why you chose, and so you kind of started talking about the future, but a lot of modeling uh, that you're doing now, and you said get into modeling, but uh, what does that mean? Do you mean, like you model um, currently, but you want to, like, get paid... S- handsomely for it or what yeah, is get into you I, I, know,
1: I guess I want to be a little more known, gotcha. um, as a model. Um, I don't, I do have this kind of fantasy of being a famous model. Sure. Um, cause I don't think I could be a famous stripper, you know? Interesting. And yeah. so Not I, very I, many. I like the both, but as far as modeling goes, um, I enjoy it. Yeah. I would like to be either a makeup or fashion model.
0: Gotcha. Interesting. That's great. And, uh, and then, but you have lots of, uh, you know, CNA and, and is that license and is that, can you still do, could you still do that or do you have to keep that up or update it? Or?
1: I, I do have to keep it updated, yeah. but all I would have to do is go back and take my test.
0: Okay. Right. So that could be a future for you. Elementary education could be the future for you. Uh, modeling future for you. You could dance till you're.
1: If I stay healthy in my forties.
0: <laughs> That's great.
1: I've I've met dancers who are in their forties and have phenomenal bodies. Right. Phenomenal. Right. So I think as, as long as I keep in shape, if, it, if I wanted to dance that long, or if I had to, sure. I can't.
0: Sure. And uh, you view it sort of as, um, I mean it's a means to an end, it's a job. This is my job. Oh yeah. Um but you enjoy it.
1: I do. Yeah. Um, I I could not have a job that I don't enjoy. Yeah. I've I've had various kinds of jobs. And I, I have found that I am a giving type of person. I, I like to be there for somebody. Okay. And I found that with stripping, I'm there for a lot of people who just want the company. Sure. For whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry. What that's was a theme the thing? for you. But
0: that's a theme for your work, you know. Uh, nurse uh, stripper for folks who need it elementary education you're, you're definitely someone who is in that giving a lot of kids when I taught they were those, those kinds of folks always wanted to be a vet uh, but then realized like oh I don't want to actually I love animals and I don't want to see them hurt <laughs> so then they would switch to uh, like teaching a lot of those those mm-hmm. kids would switch to teaching as what their interest is because they have that um, nurturing Um, Quality about them and that's what they love to do so it sounds like that's that's similar and true for you Um, we kind of went a little bit out of order but um,
1: yeah sorry Um, no
0: that's me that's me asking questions it's all good I just want to know before we uh, forget like if you have any um, I don't know bizarre stories that are like I couldn't believe this happened that one night Uh, either crazy creepy funny anything like that in the clubs that you've worked uh, at
1: Okay. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to add really quick. Yes, please do. Um, I, I definitely do view stripping as my job. Yes. I'm, I'm not there to date you.
0: Oh, you know? no. Yeah, Because like, yeah. I,
1: <laughs> I, that happens. People sure. People will come in. So but to, this ties into the stories. Yes. So very recently, actually, it's, it is rare that I have a creepy or rude experience with a customer good but recently <laughs> however an older man came in around 1 a.m he closed in 15 minutes yeah i try to stop drinking towards the end of the night because uh, i have to drive home yes and you know i'm tired he comes in He's the only one there, the only customer. There's like four other dancers. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give it my best shot. Yeah. And I go and I sit with him. And he And says, by
0: rule of the club or law, uh, last call has been called probably or about last to Last call is in
1: like five minutes. Okay. And he orders me
0: four shots. Oh, boy.
1: And I take one. Yes. Uh, Not all at the same time, by the way. Sure. Uh, he didn't order all at the same time. Gotcha. But... I go hi, my name's Lolita. Nice to meet you. What brings you in? And he says, just passing time.
0: Okay. I'm
1: like, okay, you know. And he's like, would you like a shot? And I'm like, sure, because kind of my my idea is if they think I'm getting drunk, they usually will buy a dance because okay. they think I'm a little, uh, limited or inebriated, you know, you might be, uh, and, uh,
0: a little more giving in your dance. Yeah, it, exactly. That's, minds.
1: that's a better way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And, uh, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't had any drinks in a couple of hours. I was tired. So sure. I was like, whatever, I'll have a shot with you. Yeah. And I'm listening to him talk, tell me why he's there and what his life is about. And I'm, you know, I'm just listening yes. and he goes, why aren't you smiling? You'd be a lot prettier if you'd smile. You should smile more. And I was just like, um, and he goes, would it kill you to smile? And I just said, yes, (laughs) because I I was so tired by that point. And then we're talking and it, it seemed like he would give a little information and then he'd be very reserved. And he even said, you're aggressive. Why are you being so aggressive? Um, at this point, I decided to give him back the energy he was giving me.
0: Okay.
1: I don't typically do this, but I was a little fed up, and he was creepy. So I was like, oh, I look aggressive? I'm sorry. Is it, is it the hair? It's because I have short hair. Right. You know, because people have told me this sure. before. And he goes, no, no. He gets, like, embarrassed and flustered.
0: Okay.
1: And then he goes, would you like another shot? So I'm <laughs> on my fourth shot. Okay. Which I'm, I'm ordering very, very low. Uh, yeah, yeah. Alcoholic shots, right? And um
0: lemon drop. Yeah, <laughs> it.
1: Something. I yeah. mean, it. It. It was a copper camel. It's okay. like nothing. It's like Kahlua. Oh right. right um, right. Yeah. basically
0: coffee. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um,
1: <laughs> and so I'm on my fourth shot, and he goes, "You know what? We're good." And I go, "What does that
0: mean?" Right. He goes,
1: "I don't think we'll be a good match." And I go, "Oh well." good thing this isn't match.com and then <laughs> the bartender hears me and bust up laughing yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Oh man, you know what? If he's laughing at my sassiness, I should probably just leave. <laughs> so, right, okay, Cause okay. I, uh, <laughs> I, I really am like a fun, loving, outgoing, giggly person. Sure. But if someone's going to just, I don't know the the way he was being was like, he was expecting me to be a certain way and he wasn't even paying me. He, he wasn't even tipping me for no. my time or anything, no. so.
0: So he, so he, uh, so you just were like, I'm out. Yeah. Interesting. I was
1: like, we have five minutes to close. I'll get dressed early. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, and then. So in
0: your, so you, did he move on, do you think? To, did he talk to any other women or did he leave? He, you know?
1: he's left. Okay. Um, and then as far as like creepy, really creepy, um, in private dances, guys, guy plural yeah. like to stick their tongue in my ear oh. when i'm dancing and okay. it really bothers me really? and i know that i'm not the only you? dancer <laughs> yeah it does. like i know i'm not the only one that that's happened to and oh, it's man. like why like for one at least ask
0: well that's it- so uh intimate and i mean that's i like that Right. However, I
1: mean, if you like it, no problem. Well, just from someone say something
0: I, but from someone I want to put their tongue in my ear right. that I've, uh, you know, I can't imagine just at a, like wet willying you without the finger. Yeah,
1: it's not cool.
0: What do you do when guys do things that you're not interested in them doing? Do you because there is this awkward, I would assume that I hear about of like, man, I can't. shut down and be like, peace out and then leave because this person's, because I want to keep getting money from this person. Right. But I got, I have to get them to not do, I have to get them to not put their hand around my back and like rub the crack of my butt. I need to get them to not be putting their tongue in my ear. Like what do you, how do you handle those situations?
1: I have like a three strike rule. Okay. I'll tell them the first time, Hey, I don't like that. No, don't do it again.
0: Right. In a um, in a clear, stern, serious way, or in a fun fun and flirty, like that's not my favorite. You know what I mean? Like that how do you
1: kinda depends on who I feel like they are.
0: Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That makes sense.
1: If they're if I feel like they're not gonna understand me, if I'm being sweet and flirty, gotcha. then I'll be more assertive. Got it. Um most of the time I just kinda like wiggle away around it right. to avoid it. Yeah. Um, and just be like, "Oh, ha, sorry, you right, know, right. missed you." Yep, yep. We um, missed on that one.
0: But and like get the hints. Yeah, and usually people do. I yeah. don't know about usually. You
1: no, usually people do. Yeah. Um I think I've only walked out on one person. I don't even remember why. Why? Honestly, yeah. um, I just know it. I I had told them no several times. Yeah. Um, I have had someone expose themselves to me before okay. so yeah that's when I was like no goodbye like, yeah for sure oh my god I I don't know why anybody would think that that's okay
0: yeah I don't like, yeah, I don't either <laughs> um and what I don't want to get too into that but I am curious of like was he like oh I thought this was what we do yeah or, oh Very much. or at least pretended like he thought that's what we do Got kicked out, you told Bouncer, you told Security, he gets kicked yeah. out, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. of course. Good. Uh, and uh, so that's, that's, uh, that's those are some pretty common answers. But it sounds like you um, are a little bit more comfortable with touch than a lot of the women in clubs are. And um, I think that it's really important for guys to, so like we asked this, like perfect customer would give you a bunch of money for all the different things tip you for talking to you, tip you at the stage, all that kind of stuff. But here's a good question for you, I think, is, like, what's a perfect customer in terms of how they ask you what's okay and what's not okay? Like, um, hmm. you could just ask, I guess. But, like, I think guys feel uncomfortable asking what is allowed in this club or what the rules are in this club. Um,
1: um, a lot of them... Don't ask. They just kind of keep them, their hands to themselves. Okay. Um, and they'll look a little maybe awkward and I'll right. just tell them, I'm like, Hey, you can put your hands on me. That's right. okay. Right. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't know. And then right. they seem so happy. They right. seem a lot more comfortable. Like right. for me, that's my thing is making people comfortable. Right. Cause I think a lot of people just want touch. Right. Um,
0: where should I put my hands? Maybe right. That's a good question. Yeah. Or-
1: um, um, some people, they kind of avoid touching me like the plague, cause they don't want to get in trouble. Sure. Um, a lot of people just ask me straight up though, just up front is touching allowed or right. what can I touch and what can I not right. touch? And I always appreciate that. And I yes. tell them too, that I appreciate that.
0: Yes, that's good. That's a good, that's just a good rule of thumb. And then uh, besides touch, there's other things that are the social contract of, the club which is the money exchange and how much and you know so like i think a lot of people don't know that if you're just talking to them for quite a while then that should you should tip for that mm-hmm. and um in the clubs you've worked in has it all been 20-ish dollar dances or um, yes yeah and is it um always like not all of that money is going to you right?
1: Oh yeah. A, a small percentage goes to the club. Yeah. So tips are always appreciated Yeah. because they can't take our tips. They just take the main, the bulk of what we make from the dances. Right.
0: Right. Right. And do you have anywhere where you've worked where you had to, um, pay a stage fee or a house fee or anything like that? Like before you mm-hmm. even started the night?
1: Um, pretty much everywhere I've worked, I had to pay, uh, a house fee yeah when I walk in the door
0: that's per shift yes okay um
1: thankfully uh
0: or day I guess maybe yeah
1: like there's um at the place I work at now they don't call it day shift or night shift or okay. it just depends on the hour that you walk in is how much you pay so obviously if you come in earlier pay less. Uh, you pay less and gotcha. I think that's kind of an incentive to get you yeah, know I'll to come, come in early in. sure um and the later you come in, you pay more, and I think that's also because the dancers who come in earlier have been working longer, harder, yeah, and are still trying to make money just like you, right? So
0: it must be a kind of a nightmare to schedule.
1: Oh, at a strip
0: club, at, like a lot of women say, like I might go in tonight,
1: right? At at the torch, you don't have to. You can, yeah, you can just walk in, yeah, uh, when you want to. Right. However, when I worked in Pocatello and at some other places in uh, Portland, I could not work there because they wanted me on a schedule, so right. like Union Jacks, I could just walk in right um, so as far as the schedule goes in Pocatello, you basically you turn in your card of what days you want to work, yeah, and if you get it, you get it gotcha. And if you don't, you don't
0: I see interesting That's so different um and uh so you you brought up the husband, very supportive family wise um and friend-wise, I mean, you're pretty public, at least on Instagram, about what you do. Do people know what you do? Do they care? Oh, do yeah. they love it? Do they my, hate
1: it? My family is also very supportive. Oh, cool. Um, I When I bought my second car, it was because of dancing. Yeah. And I posted on my personal Facebook uh, I with the caption. I said, bought a car with my stripper money okay. and uh you know like my dad's laughing my grandfather calls it my entrepreneurship oh, that's so cute. uh and uh actually the people in my family they they have said if i could do it i would i mean oh, you're fine. young and just you know make your money yeah. live your life and yeah. they are very supportive um a lot of my friends are also dancers okay um or are somewhat experienced in that. I have some friends who have done like online camming. Sure. Um, Suicide Girls, stuff like that.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, have you done anything beyond no, I shouldn't say beyond, but outside of stripping in the industry?
1: Um, sort of. I've I've done my free cams before. Uh-huh. I actually I did that before I did stripping just to try it out. Yeah. Um and it's um, I don't like it as much because it feels like more work. Um, well, obviously it's more work, but sure. <laughs> more time, I should right. say. Like I could spend five hours and not make nearly as much as, as what I would do dancing. Interesting, okay. Um, I like dancing because it's right there, me, person to person. Yeah. Whereas online, it's you, you have no idea who you're talking to right. or dealing with. And sure. they don't exactly have to tip you. They can watch you for free.
0: Right. And so. you don't have any sort of... Uh, there's a little bit more incentive face to face to be, or you know, mm-hmm. to feel like, okay, I, I, she deserve, you know, I deserve, she deserves to get money from me right now. Right. The anonymity of online causes people to do a lot of really weird things and say a lot of weird things. I can't imagine some of the commentary that that must have elicited.
1: <laughs> Actually, I've had people be nicer online it's than in person.
0: Oh mm-hmm. wow!
1: Yeah, um, even going so far as to calling me milady. And things like Ladies. very, very
0: <laughs> formal. Formal and cordial. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh well that's great. Um you're yeah, you're so interesting and that's so cool that everybody's really, really supportive. Um and that means that uh you can you can kinda just do whatever. You don't have to like have a deadline on when you need to be done stripping or I have to do this or I have to appease anybody. You just can right. kinda
1: well, sometimes with Instagram, I I do feel like I have to appease people. Interesting. Um, How so? I I feel like I have to keep up my look. Oh. Because I huh. I have to keep healthy and keep my skin clear.
0: And, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: get my haircut every couple of weeks. And, gotcha. Because uh, it if I was if it was just me on my own doing my own thing, I honestly wouldn't care as much what people thought of my appearance. Oh yeah, that's um,
0: okay. Do you get commentary on that? Like you changed your hair or why is your online <laughs> why did you get and just in general did you you know i don't i positive or negative like those tattoos are great or those oh, tattoos i don't like, <laughs> like um, what, you know what i mean
1: yeah i i would say the biggest one is about my hair okay I, I get a lot of people who say you know i don't like short hair on girls but i like it on you and Funny. same with tattoos yeah um
0: that's the almost the equivalent of Monica Nevy, a great comic, was the opener this weekend at Liquid Laughs in Boise. Great club. Go to that club and go to uh, Torch afterwards. But uh, she gets comments and lots of women comics get comments of like, I don't really like female comics, but I really like Jew. And you're like, all right. You didn't have to say that's like a really odd way to say a compliment. Yeah. uh, I I feel like it's not a
1: compliment. Like, I I feel like they're putting down the women around me because as I'm pretty sure all the dancers have tattoos. I mean, right. it's so common nowadays. And so I feel like it's really more of a put down to everyone around me. And I mean, those are my, to me, those are my sisters. I'm like, don't insult them. Don't insult another woman In to an lift to, me up. It's yep. cause it's not going to lift me up. Just say, Hey, I like your hair.
0: Exactly. The equivalent to that is after shows being like, um, we actually thought you were the best. Every comic gets that comment. And especially if you're on a show with your friends, you're like, what do you, what do you, I mean, my colleagues as well, who I don't know, but especially with friends, you're like, there's no, that doesn't make me feel great. That makes me feel frustrated and uncomfortable because they're nearby. And also it's so much cup of tea. Like Mm you, you, like what you like there isn't better I mean there are better worse and more talented and less talented and all those things but it's much more about what your cup of tea is regarding what topics we talk about uh, whether it relates to you our style there's so many things going on on stage and similar to you of like yeah well you that's because you like women with tattoos or Mm -hmm. you like women with a certain size body or boobs or eye color or hair like yeah Yes, of course you liked me more because that's what you like. Right, <laughs> Right, exactly. Um, well, you've been such a great interview. It's really been great talking to you. And you mentioned Instagram and the modeling photos on there. And it's a great follow. So you should follow Rain R-A-I-N-E, on Instagram. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Mr. Corey Michaelis. And uh, five-star reviews on itunes if you enjoy the podcast if you do not like the podcast Shut your fucking mouth about it. We don't need to hear about it. Uh, just give us the good reviews. Also, I don't think you're probably listening to this part of the podcast at the end if you don't like what you're listening to. So I think we're all good. Uh, as I look at this video, I realize how great your posture is and how terrible mine is. Like, I'm taller than you, but people, you're higher than me.
1: People tell me that, and I'm like, no, I have terrible posture. Do you? Well, I, I don't know. You're I think upright. think do. Maybe you have
0: a tall torso or something. Because I do have a tall torso. Higher than me. Okay. All right. Uh, well, check out uh, Lolita's Tall Torso on Instagram <laughs> and at Torch in Boise, Idaho. You were lovely. Thanks for chatting with me. Bye, Thank everybody. You. <laughs>